When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Welcome to it. Great to be with you on a Monday. It is game week. Hale Varsity Radio presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbo. We are streaming on a Monday. ESPN Lincoln's Facebook and ESPN Lincoln's Twitter. You hear us in Omaha, Central Nebraska, Columbus, and in Lincoln just up the road from 10th and Vine. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbo. Numbers to get in can join us today at 466-3776-466-3776-800-825-5865. And uh, find us on Twitter at Schmidt underscore radio, Chris Schmidt, at Herbal Essence for Elijah Herbal. And uh, follow the show at HVarsity Radio and always at Hale Varsity. Email the program, Chris at Hale Varsity. Dot com. Okay, so we will provide our fearless predictions in a little more than an hour, right after Coach McBride, Uncle Charlie joins us on every Monday, a black shirt Monday with Coach McBride. He'll be with us a little bit after five. And then Travis Vokalek, uh, a one-on-one with the senior captain and only offensive man uh, as selected. For Captain Travis Vokalek, the tight end will be with us around 540. In about 20 minutes, uh, one Husker fan and one Husker with a podcast you need to check out. Uh, Kyle Cole Morgan, Jesse Bergman, Beyond the Turf. Sounds like a pretty awesome pod. And uh, they'll be joining us. And Cole Morgan, a, a former Southeast Knight, former Husker offensive lineman, so... It's going to be all southeast about 425 here. Elijah Herbal, former left tackle. Uh, that that height on the roster for Elijah keeps growing. Junior year 65, senior year 68, and now he's in studio with me. Seven foot tall. <laughs> Seven foot beast of a man. So, yeah, uh, Northwestern Nebraska. Pitsy's already killing with kindness. That's a good thing for Nebraska. Uh, so we'll dive into uh, some of Fitz's thoughts. We'll hear a little bit from yesterday's Sunday presser. Go Tross clearing up puke gate. I'm over it, but he'll uh, you'll hear what he had to say. Really impressed with Casey Thompson. I've heard him. I've I've seen him before, and I've talked to enough folks, be it in the Oklahoma family or some friends we have down in Austin, Cedric Golden that really liked the kid, but was super impressed by what he had to say. So we'll uh, figure out here what this season is to be with our predictions. Now, 
a uh, friend of the show, coach, and I should say Professor Professor Schrader and Professor Alloway, both a thousand percent accurate on Twitter earlier. Save yourself the heartache. See a first game before you make predictions. That isn't any fun. (laughs) I'm willing to eat crow. I'm willing to eat crow this season. What did I say last year? I think I said seven last year. I've been way the hell off for a long time. I said nine in 2016. But somehow, someway, fire has destroyed a a lot of uh, early season Schmidt predictions. A lot of Nixon tape moments with a racing that has happened. See, and, and I hit some. You were, uh, you were gone for a day right before fall camp started. And uh, Will Wilson and I You're hit. pointing that out like Johnny Carson was gone all the time? No, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just pointing out that Will and I, we had our, uh, our pre-fall camp bold predictions. Um, I called it our predictions sure to go wrong, but I didn't want to go mm-hmm. uh, uh, cease and desisted by uh, Mike Greenberg. Uh, for That's what they did on uh, on. Golick and uh, Mike and Mike in the morning. Mm-hmm. There it is. They did that for years. So uh, I didn't want to step on their toes, but we did those, and I've done pretty well with my predictions here so far. So you were all over three and nine last year. Is that what you're telling no, me? No, that's not what I'm telling you at all. Uh, <laughs> I am just telling you that you my, were, you my fall camp predictions were solid. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. We will get to uh, our predictions. And it, it's interesting to to know what or think what this team will be and it's real simple. You're in one category or the other. And you're that way if you like to wager. And you're that way if you're a true fan. You either bet with your heart or you bet with your head. It's that simple. And too many times you have some gray area. So... Truth be told, my dad wasn't a, a big time better, but he would put heat down. I don't know how much heat. He would he would joke about me never going to college, but I always thought that was more about my academic prowess uh, and less on on uh, my college fund being wiped out thanks to Sooner Magic. So he would always bet Oklahoma. I think he'd bet OU all the time. And if he ended up paying money as penance because Nebraska would win or cover, it was a win-win. I think that's the, the, the complicated Husker fan math he did in his head. But more times than not, that's, that's how it would go. So what are we going to need from this football team if you're a Nebraska fan? Well, let's go down the list of things you can check off that, requ- that are required to be a successful football team in the Big Ten. First and foremost on that list is toughness. Got to be a tough football team. Do you think this team is tough? I do. Uh, Do you think this team is mentally tough? I do. The way they kept battling, and you have remnants of last year that are part of your captains this year. So, when we talk about successful teams, they are going to be tough. You have to be tough in the Big Ten. I check that off. Are they athletic? I think so. They're, called, they, they're called the all-bus team for a reason. Are they Are they as athletic as Ohio State? No, because nobody is. Are they as athletic as Michigan? Maybe. Are they as athletic as Sparty? Don't know. Penn State? Probably not. 
Are they as athletic as Minnesota and Iowa and Wisconsin? I would think so. Mm-hmm. So they're tough. They're athletic. Now we got to talk about poise. That's the question mark. New faces, new coaches. Do we know about this team's poise? And you, it has only one direction to go in close games. And that is up because you were over a year ago. You've been over for the life of the Scott Frost era. More times than not, aside from uh, what you did against Sparty in the snow. Who do we have on the horn? Got Bob on the line. Bob, thanks for hanging on. Go ahead. Welcome in. Hey, go Big Red, first of all. Listen, I have not been confident in, confident in Frost. You know that. I've talked to you before, Smitty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm cautiously optimistic. I like the new hires. And I really think that's going to be a good year uh, because of, you know, from all the reports I've been hearing. And, uh, you know, I listen to you, listen to the Huskers on my Alexa mm-hmm. device because now KSOO FM, which, or ESPN FM out of Super Bowl, doesn't carry Nebraska anymore. It's a good thing you hear us and, on 590, my friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but, but, but what I mean is, I, I listened to it on my Alexa device, and I did last year because they seemed to be better at streaming last. Bob, last I gotta year. get I gotta get your prediction here, partner. What do you think? I think Nebraska thirty-eight, Northwestern three. Okay, for the season. Oh, for the season, I think. They'll get. Uh, I think they're going to get seven wins. Bob says seven and five. Seven, Bob, I like seven it. and five with a big week zero victory. I, 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 but like I said, I'm cautious, buddy. I, I, <laughs> I, I like people to say more than that. No, but, but you got to no. be cautious, man. You got to be extremely cautious uh, with this team because of the unknowns. Bob, we always yeah. love hearing from you, brother. Thanks for the phone call today. Appreciate okay, it. Okay, thanks. Go big red again, there man. There he is. Good for Bob. Love Bob. Bob always checks in on us. And he says 38-3, to three, so that's a win and cover and an, and an under. under. Yeah. Yeah. So let's hear a little bit from, from Frost, why they're excited, why Nebraska's ready. Uh, they are boarding and uh, on the way uh, to Ireland here. Did they leave already, or is that? It was at some point this afternoon. So they are uh, they're making their way, and hopefully it's gin and tonic, gin and tonic time for, for somebody on board. We're excited right now. Uh, we've been in the middle of fall camp for a long time, and it can seem at the middle of end of fall camp like you're just practicing and, and stuck in a rut of practicing. I think our players are really excited that uh, we've kind of turned our attention now, and it's officially game week. Um, this trip has been a long time coming, uh, a couple years, and a lot more time than that on preparation for this. Um, We've been talking to our players a lot about handling this the right way and making sure it's a business trip. But if we have enough work done and uh, feel confident enough with what we're doing going over there, I think the more confident we are about that, the more we can just enjoy another country, um, the culture over there, and still focus on the things that we need to get done. Scott Frost there. Uh, So we're talking a little bit here about formula, formula for postseason, formula for a 180 from what Nebraska has been the last five years. Toughness, athleticism, what's your poise level like, and do you have the right leadership? When it comes to clutch, can you deliver? And I, I think we can go throwback here 
and and look at some teams that are rough and tumble and find ways to win. If you look to the NFL, there's been some uh, a couple of instances of, well, how did that happen? Super Bowl champs. And, and Baltimore with, dare I say, Trent Dilfer as quarterback found a way because of Ray Lewis and the Goose, God rest his soul, play an incredible defense in Baltimore. Tennessee's runs with McNair and defense, right? And you, you, can, you can play defense. You can pack your special teams and pack your run game. And those three can work, can work well. And you hearken back to, to 09 in Nebraska where they just flat out didn't have enough offense to go with a great defense. And what's the offense going to be like to complement the defense that if they stay where they're at or improve with turnovers and sacks, right, then you're cooking because you were, you were good enough to win a lot of ball games last year defensively. And if you get to the, we, well, we just don't suck level of things on special teams, there's two phases. Mm-hmm. Talk to any coach and a lot of players, and they say you got to win two of the three phases. Defense, special teams, offense, and special teams, offense, defense, which means you're, you're – they're not going to uh, go Raheem Ishmael or Johnny Rogers on you and return five punts. <laughs> it could happen to Nebraska, right? It would be the one team. Who's on the horn with us? You got Vay on the line. Vay, thanks for calling. Go ahead. Hey, how are you? Good. What do you say? Good. Well, here's, I'm just going to put this out there that this year – hang on, sorry, real quick. I'm just going to put this out there that this year we're going to make it to the Big Ten Championship game. I don't know what the record's going to be. But that's the feeling I get this year, okay. based on the fact that we have a quarterback that can throw, but has a pocket presence, as well as defensive line play, specifically the the special the three criteria. Okay, so you I think, feel that's going to take us there. Hey, you know what? Eight and four, Vay. Thanks for calling. Appreciate you tuning in. Eight and four, nine and three, could get you there. You could have a log jam. At nine and three, and what's your head-to-head look like? Crossover is very favorable. We're knocking on wood. Who else is with us? Uh, unsure. I didn't get a chance to field this one yet. Okay, why don't you field that first? So there's no that. surprises coming up. We're going to check in with Kyle and Jesse, their podcast, and uh, get their take on things beyond the turf. Good to hear from them. They're in the green room on the streamyard. We'll get there in a moment. Charlie McBride is one hour away on Hale Bar City Radio. Uh, and uh, also, Travis Vokalek, a sit-down with him, Nebraska's senior captain, the transfer from Rutgers, and uh, a guy that wants to really uh, had his arms open to be a captain. And his dear friend Austin Allen, a captain a year ago, was big in that uh, tight end room, is truly honored, so it was wonderful to get caught up with Vokalek. So that's on the way. But we're talking predictions. We will unveil ours in one hour. After Coach McBride. And without diving too far into it, I'll give you one reason for optimism, one reason for pessimism. One reason for optimism is I think you look at those team captains, guys like Garrett Nelson, guys like Caleb Tanner, you feel comfortable with those guys being the heart and soul of the team. If, if the team can take on the attributes of those guys, uh, I think you as a Husker fan will, will feel some confidence. The nervousness comes from the unknowns, especially along the offense. No, the, the, the nervousness is going to, and we'll talk to Kyle Cole Morgan about this is the offensive line. I mean, are, are you going to survive a, a pressure rate of 
dear God, what did I read it was in Max Olson's article against Adrian last year? Over 40%. Who do we have? Online, one of our favorites, Greg in Michigan. Greg in Michigan. Greg, go ahead. What happens this year? What happens this year is seven wins. However, if they lose to Northwestern the first game, downgrade that to three to four wins. That's how big uh, the opener is. I don't. I don't disagree. It's uh, that, that makes OU a must. <laughs> if you, oh, absolutely. If, if you don't get it handled uh, in Ireland, so you think uh, you think uh, this this is uh, this is worth about three wins. I don't. I don't disagree. They got to get off on the right foot. That momentum, big time. Right. Yep, for sure. And uh, my score for the game is twenty-four to sixteen, Nebraska. All right, that's a Northwestern cover. Greg, we appreciate you calling. We'll get yep. to uh, our uh, guests, Kyle Cole, Morgan, Jesse Bergman, next. Like what you hear? High-quality radio and podcasts are just part of what we do at Hale Varsity. I'm Brandon Vogel, Managing Editor. I wanted to offer listeners of the Hale Varsity Radio Show podcast $10 off the price of an annual subscription. That means that you can get everything we do, 10 issues of our monthly magazine, our annual football yearbook, and all of the premium content we produce at HaleVarsity.com. Just go to HaleVarsity.com slash subscribe and enter the promo code GBR for $10 off a full year of Hale Varsity. That's HaleVarsity.com slash subscribe, promo code GBR. And we're back. Fellas, I think we could listen to the radio listen? On Hale Varsity Radio, presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Yes! That's awesome! Back with you on Monday, Hale Varsity, presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Mr. Blackshirt, Charlie McBride, less than an hour away. And Travis Vokalek, uh, Beyond the Turf, the podcast, your big red fan. Check out, do I go uh, government or alias? JB and Cole with us as we're streaming. And uh, Kyle Cole Morgan and Jesse Bergman joining us here. We're streaming uh, ESPN Lincoln Facebook, ESPN Lincoln Twitter. Guys, how we doing? Kyle, been a while. Good to spend time with you, man. You know, it's good to be on, and I've got a I've got a cut in my radio feed, so no big deal. Though um, things are good. Uh, we're excited about Beyond the Turf. JB is the great straight guy, and I am. You know, I, I do what I do. I, I say what I'm going to say. <laughs> you do. I and and what's what awesome is there's a there's a close-up of, of your – yeah, there we go. Zoom out, my man. <laughs> we got some for – there we go. Uh, Jesse, good to meet you. Thanks for jumping on here. Um, I'm not hearing him. Is he muted? Do we have Jesse? I hear him and see him talking. Oh, oh. I had, a, I had a muted mic. Yeah. Chris, there we go. It's great to chat with you and see you as well, man. Thanks uh, for having us on. It's a pleasure to be here. So, fellas, tell me, before we dive into Northwestern here, uh, I need to know about uh, the pod and what's it all about. Tell Nebraska fans about it. Yeah, I don't know if we lost Kyle, so I'll just go until he comes back. I think back. he threw but, his uh, phone in anger. <laughs> uh, Kyle and I uh, started the pod just uh, out of – the you know kind of endearment of our heart about nebraska football and and sports athletics in general and one of the trends we had seen a lot was sort of the 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 people that come at people on social media particularly personalities <laughs> celebrity personalities mm-hmm. stuff like that uh chris you may you may know a little bit about this too i don't know for sure but at the end of the day all of these guys uh whether they're athletes coaches sports personalities whatever are people at the end of the day and so beyond the turf what turf 
was all about us trying to get to know the person behind the athlete, getting to know the person behind the coach, that sort of thing. So that was where we started the process. Uh, we're just getting up and running with it. Uh, it's a brand new podcast. We're just dropping episode three tomorrow. Uh, it's kind of a format where we spend one episode talking to somebody special and then another episode, J J uh, Kyle and I will come on and we'll talk about something that's near and dear to our heart, whether that's uh, the season prediction, which will be dropping tomorrow from us, um, or it'll be, you know, something about, you know, who knows, Big Ten expansion rules, whatever is going on. So we kind of uh, go whichever way we want. We're pretty raw. So I'll, Kyle's got a lot more to say about it. Uh, he's he's definitely the man that uh, really inspired me to get involved in this. And, and like he said, I'm the straight guy. I just keep him on the rails. No, that's all good. <laughs> was it a nice ask or was it a threat to JB? Well, I've known him for 40 years, so I don't know what's the difference at this point. <laughs> no, I, 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 you know, did well, he just kind of walk up, tap your shoulders? And say here's what you're doing kyle it's it's been uh fun to, to follow your career man at, at southeast and also at nebraska and then uh, of course in the the professional world and you still yeah, yeah. and you still follow nebraska and uh you've got to take her several <laughs> i think uh, on on yeah, nebraska yeah. and the season are you feeling let me ask you this you feeling good about saturday let's start there well, you know, it's a. I hope I'm live. So you are. You're, you're good. You. Just, just we got the, 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 the we got the, the top of your head, but you're live. You're fine. We can hear you. What I can't have though is right, is uh, is any Sam Kennison uh, tributes. There you know what I mean? There we go. <laughs> okay, good. So, so here's where I'm at on this. Uh, I'm with everyone else. Um, Northwestern is the game, mm -hmm. and. The question, the question me and my peers have that have watched the team and seen the team has been, are we closer to 10 or six, mm -hmm. 10 or six? It's that simple. And this is so scary to me because it's my boys. It is my dogs. It's, it all comes down to the old line. Mm -hmm. Our, our defensive side of the ball, we upgraded we upgraded in the portal. Mm -hmm. Like it's hard to, it's hard to believe that when you lose, when we lost who we lost, but that is a very good side of the football team. One deep on the D line. We're probably starting every, the, we are probably starting at one, two or three in the big 10. Like think of that. We lost Damian Daniels. We lost Stilly. We lost, we lost some dogs there. Mm -hmm. And, we lose them, but we repot, we replace, replenish in the portal. We're good. Um, I think our running back room is solid. I think our quarterback room, we're as deep. And I don't know if Casey Thompson's our guy all year. I don't, I don't. Because of sure injury or, or effectiveness. But Chubba Pert. What's that? Because of injury or ineffectiveness potentially with, with uh, Casey. Yeah, so I think Chubba Purdy and and Casey Thompson and Smothers and he Harbeck mm -hmm. or Heinrich, I think they're all capable. Mm -hmm. So I think we have a, a deep, capable quarterback room. I think our running back room is solid. I think our wide receiver room is good. Uh, they got to be coached up. Um, I think Trey Palmer is really good. Um, from there, we see a dip. Um, Mickey Joseph needs to earn his money. Sorry. Sorry, I'm saying I'm putting it out there. 
Um, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, and I'm an old lineman at heart. I played it forever. I think it comes down to what Donovan builds in that old line room. And we need a, we need a healthy Teddy Perkoska. We need a healthy Turner Cochran. Uh, if we have those two in play, Ben Hart's look good all see all season, all preseason. So I don't know. I'm closer to 10 than I am six. How about that? That works. You got money on it. <laughs> so they better be. So so Cole is driving back from the boats is is what we're I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. A lot to jump in here. Yeah, uh question just here for Kyle with that offensive line. Do you think the defense is going to be good enough to help pull them along while they kind of get their feet wet this season, learning under a new position coach? I mean, there's a lot of learning that can be done during a season. It's not just off-season and preseason where your development is done. They can, they can have a yeah. few weeks to get their yeah. feet wet, but do you think the defense is good enough to at least give them the time to, to get a couple wins under their belt before they get into those Oklahoma games and, and games where uh, it's going to mean a little bit more in Big Ten season? No, no, that's, that's a great question because – you know, download download our track on uh, Beyond the Turf, JB and Cole, tomorrow because we talk about that. The reality is we get through Northwestern. If we can go to Ireland, we don't need to cover. Who gives a shit about that? Dude, no more. Okay. That? Sorry. You can't can't do that. Yeah. That's your warning so and we're done. Got me? Please. So who cares about that? But if we get through Northwestern, and we get into the next two, we get our sea legs, Teddy's healthy, Cochran's healthy, Ben Hart plugs in, we're solid against Oklahoma. If we win, I believe if we win Northwestern, we'll be favored against Oklahoma. That's that's my that's my take, and I've been wrong before. So. Kyle anyway, Cole Morgan with us. I, uh, I think that's how it plays out. Yep, and uh, Jesse Bergman. Here's the number right now. It's interesting how – tight it is with nebraska oklahoma i know northwestern's getting 13 points for saturday <laughs> you have uh nebraska is, is, a, is a home underdog right now by four and a half usually you get three points at home right for home field and you do that math there it, it is so vital and that's the feel man that's the feel with uh, the, the fan base the state it is so huge to, to get this first one because it's not happened you haven't beaten a power five to start the year under under Coach Frost, and that's crazy right. to say, crazy to think about. But, guys, where is it? Uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, when it comes to the uh, the download, where, where, where are the platforms folks can uh, check in on Beyond the Turf? Yeah, Beyond the Turf is available on all major platforms, Chris. So any whatever your favorite podcast platform, you can find it just by searching up Beyond the Turf. You can follow us on Twitter at Beyond the Turf. Um, we've got a Facebook group. If you want to engage in some conversation, we usually have some fun with it over there on Facebook. So if you're a Facebook guy or gal, you can come and join us there, but yeah, we're excited just to be putting it out and we appreciate you spending some time with us today. All good. Kyle, last thought from you, man, as an old lineman, what, what do you like about this group in Riola? Uh, you mentioned he's got a bill. I, I don't doubt that, but, uh, are the, are the pieces there to be, a team that can run the football. I'm not. I'm not saying they're going to be great at pass pro. But you got based you know on what? last year, but but can they get yeah, a run yeah. game going? Yeah. So Donnie, you know, what's a funny story is when me and Dominic lived together. Donnie lived on our couch for a year. <laughs> so so yeah yeah yeah. So I know the guy great, and he's a great dude. And 
you know, he just had the, I truly believe he had the clay and I think he has to mold the clay, but you know, sea legs and game legs and that it doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen in practice. So uh, Donnie has worked these guys and he's done an incredible job. And I, I believe in him. I believe in what he's doing. And I know coach Frost does. Mm -hmm. I believe in the whole vision. Like, I, I, I'm not a mouthpiece for these guys. I, I, I'm not for goodness sake, but I think Donovan has done an incredible job and I think he has the right pieces. We got to get through Northwestern. It all comes, it comes down to that. We get there, we get our sea legs, we get a couple of easy games. Confidence. We get to Oklahoma. We can win yeah. that if we're three and zero. Oh. Well, I, I got to ask the question: What was the worst part about having Donnie as a roommate? PG rated, please. <laughs> Say that again. The, the worst part about having Donnie as a roommate. We got about P- sixty seconds. PG rated, my friend. Worst part about Donnie the roommate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, PG rated. You know what? <laughs> PG rated. They were great roommates. Listen to the podcast <laughs> for the real story. Uh, okay, <laughs> the the e true Hollywood story on yeah, Donnie right. the roommate. Uh, yeah, that's right. Kyle Cole Morgan, Jesse Bergman, uh, Beyond the Turf, the podcast. Check that out, fellas. We'll do this again. Good to get caught up. Guys, spend time with you. Thanks for jumping on Hail Varsity with us. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye. There he is, Kyle uh, Cole Morgan, Jesse Bergman. And, uh, yeah, he's all about it. I didn't know he roomed with, uh, with Dom and Donnie. Yeah, I'm sure that he's got some stories. <laughs> oh, and flip it around. They, they may have a few stories on him, too. <laughs> That's a great point. Right, right. So, nope, they, uh, they are off and running, northwestern Nebraska in Dublin. We are there for Friday's show, for Saturday's pregame and then uh, I'll be over there Monday with uh, reaction hopefully uh, something good if you're a Nebraska fan we'll have our season predictions less than an hour away Charlie McBride coming up in our two it's Hale Varsity more thoughts from you open phones till 5466-3776 Hey, Storm Chasers fans. Your favorite baseball team is back at home August 23rd through the 28th when they take on the Rail Riders. It's a jam-packed series that includes a dollar beer night, Friday fireworks, a fun-filled Saturday with music by Lucas Minor and craft specials on Nebraska Brewing Company. And how about Imaginary Friend Day on Sunday? Stevie, you hear that? No. Stevie, stop. This is my mic. Sorry, folks. Stevie gets excited sometimes. Hey, hold on to that excitement and channel it on August 28th at 2.05. Sound good? All right. Fans, get your tickets now before it's too late. We'll see you soon. And now. And now. Back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, Hale Varsity. Presented by the Nebraska Lottery Heart or Head. How you Betting on the season. We're talking predictions. Sure to go wrong, maybe on our end. Uh, Mo is on the horn. Can join us at 466-3776 or 800-825-5865. Mo, thanks for calling. Go ahead. Uh, I'll make it short and sweet so other people can get on. Nebraska 8-4, and four, and I see 34-10 to 10 for the Northwestern game. I think it's going to be a good season. Hey, uh, appreciate the time. Eight and four is popular. 
and you can see that working out, Mo. Uh, 24-point win is a cover, and uh, Elijah, you've said unders. You've been, you've been on the unders for quite a while, Elijah. I think this defense has uh, not only top five in the Big Ten potential, I think they have top 20 in the country potential if they can live up to the athleticism and, and what Shenander's been building through there. And uh, I think that's enough to get Nebraska uh, to a place that can uh, carry the offense to a win against Northwestern. Uh, but that remains to be seen just a little bit. But I do think this defense has great potential to be not only one of the best units in the Big Ten, but one of the better units in the country. Mo Jamison or Gannis? Mo ejected. He did not want to answer that question. It's okay. That's the real question. You get over there. Are you going to do more Guinness? Are you going to do more Jameson? <laughs> you got to twist my... Here's the thing. I, and people told me this, and I'm a little bit of a wuss with my, my whiskey intake. There's some I can do straight with a little water. There's some I need a little help with. And the, the Bailey... Uh, named for Coach Bailey, the lemonade. We talked about this Friday a little bit. But if I ask for for a lemonade, Jameson and lemonade, on on Wednesday or Thursday, whenever I get over there, are they going to knife me? Possibly. I just better stick to Guinness. Well, we got our man on the scene, Hooksy's already there. You can ask him to do a little test run for you. <laughs> Let him get knifed. <laughs> <laughs> Who's with us? Got Robert on the line. Robert, thanks for calling. Go ahead. Eight and four record, thirty-one seventeen Northwestern. I, I think other than the Ohio State, I think we have enough skill and camaraderie and unity to beat anyone. Okay. Fair so enough. you have Northwestern winning on Saturday or, no, or Nebraska? No, 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 not even the, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. Nebraska thirty-one seventeen Northwestern. I, I had to clarify because you said eight and four, and then I heard yep, thirty-one good, seventeen. Good clarification. Yep. Good work, Robert. Thanks for the phone call. All right. 466-3776-800-825-5865. I didn't ask Robert, Jamison or Guinness. We will, eh, I should have asked Vokalek yesterday. Travis, the captain, tight end, coming up less than an hour. Uh, can send your predictions, season, and score in as well. Can email chris at hailvarsity.com. Find us on Twitter at Schmidt underscore Radio. And Mo just checked in with me to let you know uh, he is saying Guinness and Shepherd's Pie. No on the Jameson. Okay. Guinness and Shepherd's Pie. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's where I'm leaning as well. I'm, I'm leaning that way as well. Uh, let's hear a little bit more from Frost. You have Dan that chimes in. Uh, do they even know what lemonade is over there? I would think lemonade's not just unique to America. Is it? I don't know. I've never actually looked into the 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 popularity of lemonade worldwide. It's something that's kind of it's easy, you know. It's lemons and sugar and a little ice. Like I, I assume it's everywhere, but I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm in a. They are. I'm setting up if if customs is listening to the pod tomorrow. I get over there with my equipment. There's gonna be locked up abroad on the Discovery Channel midnight. Be trying to dial Elijah. I mean, no answer. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not bailing you out. No, brother. you're not. Uh, more from Frost on the clarification. Uh, roll your eyes and slump your shoulders. But there was clarification on puke gate. You got to hear. I want to touch on the O-line things I said earlier this week. I, you know, I was trying to portray how hard the O-line had been working and how proud of, of them I am. Um, might have exaggerated puking a little bit. But I, the, the important thing is uh, I want to make sure everybody understands that, 
our training staff and weight staff do an unbelievable job of keeping me abreast of everything going on at practice. We have monitors, heart monitors. Uh, we know their complete output. Um, we cut back practice if we think it's getting too hard or guys have spent too much. You know, I talked about our, our practices this camp have been three on and one off, which is all an attempt to try to keep them healthy and fresh. So I know a lot got made out of that. I can ensure you between Mark and the wait staff and I, we're, we're doing absolutely everything to keep these guys healthy. So Frost was making sure that you knew if <laughs> they're all right. Casey Thompson, let's talk quarterback and uh, why he won the job. And experience is so key, right? Why is experience key? Because theoretically, you make fewer mistakes. You heard uh, Cole Morgan last segment. He's buying stock in the quarterback room. Plenty of options. Running backs, same. And then what's the gap between uh, those after Trey Palmer? And is he is he ready to be a number one? Uh, you've got some dudes that were, were at LSU. Well, you leave LSU to be a dude in Lincoln. What's uh, what's Omar going to give you? What's what's Martin going to give you? And uh, Washington and uh, the, the transfer guy, uh, Castaneves. And then there's Alante Brown. You've heard a lot of good things. I love to see the football get to Alante Brown in space because he's so... Uh, electric with his athleticism but frost on casey and casey was impressive yesterday uh, i'd say the biggest thing i would point to with experience is just lack of mistakes um anytime you're a new player there's more mistakes than somebody's had experience and uh, a lot of quarterbacks played well in camp I'd, I'd say casey had the fewest turnovers fewest buzz fewest mistakes um, i think experience is going to be even more important when you're going overseas to play in another country a different environment you know, this isn't a, a home game. This is a completely different thing. And he's played a lot of college football, so I, I think the environment will be natural to him. We'll hear from Casey Thompson here in a moment. And, Elijah, that should be in my folder. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's let's hear from Casey. Uh, not necessarily the, the Northwestern game plan, but uh, a little bit more from Casey. I think that second cut from him as uh, he uh, was in front of the media yesterday. Anything from walk uh, walkthroughs, routes on air, one on one, seven on seven, team versus scouts, team versus the defense, scrimmages, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm always trying to be perfect. You know, I want to have perfect throws. I want to make perfect reads. Um, throughout the last like 18 or 19 practice, I've had a couple of practices where I was like maybe one or two throws off from being perfect on the whole day. That's from from start to finish in the practice. So I'm just continuing to strive for perfection. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever get there in a practice or a game, but like I said, the, the chip on my shoulder is bigger now than it ever was and I'm just trying to be um, a, a winning quarterback and play at a high level for this team. So his mentality shown through a little bit to me yesterday it's not just hyperbole or man let's let's pump up this data point or storyline about being a, a Jim Rat in a film guy right because those are all things you want to hear but you want it to translate on the field but he's He's a high standards guy. That's a thousand percent what came through. And you hear about leadership and our guys wanting to play for him. And has he won the locker room? All those questions have floated around. How close are the other 10 with him? 
And if he's been vocal and he's holding you to a standard and he's in your face, theoretically, if you're not doing your job, that's what's been missing the last several years here. We'll wind down our one on Hail Varsity. And now. And now, back to Hail Varsity Radio. One final time, Charlie McBride's 10 minutes away. Travis Vokalek next hour as uh, we're taking predictions for the season. We will have our season prediction coming up 525. Off to Ireland Wednesday on air Friday, Saturday, Monday from the Emerald Isle. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Hale Varsity, uh, presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Can email if you don't want to jump on the horn. That's all right. Can tweet at us uh, at Schmidt underscore radio at HVarsity radio at Herbal Essence for Elijah Herbal. We can email Chris at HaleVarsity.com. Been a lot of eight and fours. But Greg in Michigan, our, our dear longtime listener, is not wrong if they find a way to blow off a limb in Ireland and start off the year 0-1 in conference again. It's not that they can't recover, but this fan base is... <laughs> You know, in the in the in the home of golf, everyone deserves a mulligan. This is your mulligan for last year. Mm-hmm. So find a way to get to the fairway. Lay up if you have to. I.e., defense, run game, special teams on point. Preferably if you're a Nebraska fan. For Saturday, and doesn't matter. One point, thirty points. Scores have been a little ballooned. I think this is a one possession game. I would bet. Mama and Juniors, wherever they've buried their money in the back, on Northwestern to cover. Again, we will erase this and burn this tape if I'm wrong a, a week from today. Nebraska does what they did last year. Wow. Looking at the All-American, preseason All-American team that was released. What's nuts is just how good the Big Ten is. Eight of the starting 22 are from the Big Ten got a lineman from Ohio State. You've got skill from Ohio State. You have a lineman from Northwestern that Nebraska is going to be going against. The thing about Nebraska is they have a three-headed monster off the edge to go after Skronsky. It should be noted, though, that uh, the preseason All-American from offensive or from Ohio State, I should say, his name escapes me. He's their left tackle. Paris? Yes, yes. Uh, He's as big as Paris? Yeah, uh, he was their left tackle last year. It should be noted that whenever uh, Nebraska got that strip sack on C.J. Stroud down in the fourth quarter... Uh, it was on it, him. It was on him. So it's not like Nebraska's going up against the type of talent here at Northwestern that they haven't seen even in recent history. It's like Garrett Nelson did that against a, a preseason All-American last season. And oh, exactly. It's, it's still going to be a tough matchup against Northwestern, but Nebraska, I still think, has the, the skill advantage on most of their defense against Northwestern offense. I think so, too, and, and Fitzy's going to hold his quarterback choice close to the vest which isn't completely shocking. Uh, email in from Todd. Todd says, I have us going 6-6 six and six at best and losing a close one in Ireland. This player, that player, blah, blah, blah. Only three people touch the football on a given play. Doesn't matter how many. So, uh, so-called good players Nebraska has on offense will... 
We'll find a way to bleep it up. (laughs) (laughs) So enjoy your trip. I, I like Todd's dose of realism. He's just, he's been heartbroken a lot. He's big time diehard fan. He just, he is betting on Nebraska screwing up somehow. We'll see what Coach McBride thinks on Monday with Charlie. We'll kick the season off the right way. Game week here with Hale Varsity presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Hey, it's Schmitty. Want to tell you about a fantastic opportunity to work for a rapidly growing company that also enjoys the benefits earned with having competitive, stable history of work over 20 years? FSC. The FSC Edge, it's a leading technology innovator serving governmental agencies. Expert services helping worldwide patent offices meet strict processing and publishing timelines while delivering exceptional quality. They support some of the world's largest patent offices throughout the U.S. and Europe. That includes the European Patent Office. Office, the German Patent and Trademark Office, and the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. The only group of companies worldwide to provide such support to all three of these agencies. Working at FSC, you have a chance to work with fun people with great attitudes and learn about patents. You're not on the phone. You're not customer-facing. It's casual dress. And the work environment, it's a new environment with over $2 million in improvements. You have access to generous benefits packages, company support for health and wellness, and you do impactful work on a national scale. Make a difference. Their team's constantly growing and they're always looking for new people to join their mission. Check out what's available today at jobs at fsc.com. This segment is presented by Union Bank and Trust. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Back with you, it's Hale Varsity Hour 2, presented by the Nebraska Lottery Podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Be sure to take the podcast with you in audio form, video form. That happens on the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. We welcome in Mr. Blackshirt, Charlie McBride. Another Monday with Charlie, another season with Coach. Are you ready, Coach McBride? You ready for some football? Absolutely. I'm fired up. I am too. I, 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 just, I, don't, I have to find out what station. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on Fox for you. Yeah, good. We don't get that, but that's okay. <laughs> you don't get Fox? <laughs> yeah, we get it. We get it. That's so good. See, we don't get that one. That's, but... that's the beauty of this new Big Ten deal is it's nothing that you have to get on cable. It's all over the air. Fox, CBS, and NBC. It's the beauty of it. Well, you know, I have to go back to the thing I said. I told Elijah that the wind is blowing in the right direction, and that's how I knew that we were at a game this week. I bet. <laughs> yeah, it's probably howling down from the north in Michigan, isn't it? Oh, boy, it's smoking now. <laughs> so so you're telling me pack your defense, your run game, and some special teams. Well, in, in a game, let me tell you something. If you – if you go back and look at the Northwestern games from the beginning, mm-hmm. <laughs> you maybe only find two or three games at the most. Last year was one of them mm-hmm. that are more than three points or one point. Right. 
I mean, and that, it doesn't make any difference. You can look at all the stats you want. I've looked at last year's stats for both teams, and and um, you know we're we're way ahead of, of Northwestern in a lot of in a lot of areas that, that are important. The areas that aren't that are really important, we're not real good at, and so that's the thing that I think it goes for. All, all of them, is you're going to find out that our offense isn't as bad as people think it might have been, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so it, it, it's you know, it's got a lot of ifs, ands, or buts with it. I think the uh, quarterback situation on offense is probably in pretty good shape uh, because of the depth. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that that's probably one of the places that people don't realize that, uh, you know, that it's, you know, that we have some pretty good kids in Northwestern and just kind of struggling a little bit there. They have been in the last few years Mm -hmm. in the conference. But uh, one of the things that um, many may not know is that they lost a kid that's um, uh, their safety. And those guys are really, really important as far as making checks and as far as recognizing checks in formations and mm-hmm. things like that because they can see it better than anybody usually. And um, so, you know, they have a new guy that's back there, and, and that could be, you know, an advantage uh, that people don't look at. Well, and it's game one, and it's some mystery to Nebraska, right, with a new offensive coordinator and a whole bunch of new faces. Coach, get specific for me, if you could. And you said there's some areas Northwestern is good at and in that don't show up on the stat sheets. What are some of those areas that Nebraska needs to be better? Turnovers? well, the kicking game is one. <laughs> Northwestern, Northwestern is one of the better the special teams teams in the Big Ten, as long as as well as turnovers. And turnovers are going to you'll find out that probably eighty two, I think, was eight, yeah, it's eighty percent plus a few nickels or dimes. Um, teams that get eighty percent of the of the time, they will win. Mm-hmm. The team with the most turnovers. So, you know, that tells you something. I mean, you hear coaches time and time again say we have to get more turnovers. We have to do, you know, things that will put ourselves in position to score. A lot of times the turnovers depend on what part of the field they're in, too. You know, if you get the turnover on their two-yard line, you got to go 98 yards. That's 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 a turnover, but I don't know how much of an advantage it is to you. You might get the safety thrown on you. So, <laughs> you know, so you don't, you know, you don't recognize that too much uh, unless they're just dominant. And, and one of the things is, is that conditioning makes a big difference at what point of the game that something like that would happen because the team that gets it, if they can get you worn down on defense, it's really an advantage uh, to the offensive team. And I, that was one of the pluses that we always had that was kind of hidden in the closet was that our conditioning was so good and we had good depth that we could, you know, outlast teams. 
I think that showed the 94 national championship game was a good example of that. <clears throat> and and the other thing was, is I don't know if people realize that in 94, Christian Peter was our nose, and Christian's a, it's not hard to light his fuse. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he, you know, we we consistently warned him that any time that would really hurt the team if he did anything. And then, of course, what happened was is he got punched and he didn't retaliate, and it cost him 15-yard penalty, and that put us in a first-down situation from a, a could-be third-down situation. So, or fourth, I don't third, and and so, mm-hmm. you know, those are the things, the little things that that you have to that, that show up in a game like this, and then uh, I know that, that we went to Tokyo, and that's a tough deal traveling. You know, it's not uh, easy. Yeah, we had a field that had tape down. They put tape to lines. I mean, they they didn't even have line fields for us to practice on. We, so it was a little strange. And by the time we got done tearing the tape up with our tripping over it or doing what torn it up with our shoes and stuff, that ended up being just back to an old baseball field. Mm-hmm. Coach Charlie McBride is with us here on Hale Varsity Radio another Monday with Coach. And, and Charlie, with this team headed over to, to Northwestern, pretty much all the things we have said so far today is, is what's uh, thought to be common knowledge around the, the Husker media, that Nebraska on paper out-talents this Northwestern team, and it comes down to their execution and getting the little things done. How do you make sure that, that a team is, is confident heading into Game 1 without being so overconfident that they're going to be missing the, the little details, little things that are going to win you games? How do you ride that fine line of confident and instilling that confidence without over overdoing things with your team? Well, I'll, I'll tell you one thing I do know. I've known... Uh, Coach Fitzgerald since he was in high school. The guy is a winner. He was a winner. And probably the reason he wasn't a pro football player was just because of his speed. Uh, He had everything it took. You know, he was an all-Big Ten player. He was an all-conference player, I think, for two or three Mm -hmm. years. Academically, he was all-Big Ten. And, you know, he's... He's a very, very good coach and, and communicates with his players very, very well. That has a ton to do with preparing kids mentally for games. Not the fact that they're learning they are, they will be learning. And he, he knows how to, how to teach kids. He knows that he's had good assistant coaches. And those are the things that win for you. I mean, it. You can have a lot of things go for you, but you have to have people that, you know, really can communicate well with your players. And, again, that changes from year to year sometimes. So you have to be aware of that. He, and, and uh, you know, if I was going to take any, any coach that I know, uh, he'd probably be up there in the top two. Mm. Coach, let's look at Nebraska, and despite some reservations about pass protection with this group, either A, coming off injury or just B, in experience, do you think Nebraska and Whipple can find some rhythm and some comfort with, with the run game 
we we don't know what what Nebraska has in the running back room other than what's been said uh, that they like their options and you like the offensive line. If you come to Nebraska, you better be tough and better be able to run block. Is it as simple as just taking care of the football and be able to run the football Saturday for Nebraska offensively? Well, they're going into a game where they don't know exactly which one of those four or five running backs is going to be the guy with the hot hand and and which is the best one in a real game. Mm -hmm. Scrimmage can be one thing. A real game, some guys turn into – you know, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde type of deal, <laughs> and uh, and so you have to find out somehow, and and that just goes to you know luck of the draw, uh, you know, so and so forth. But um, you know, knowing knowing your players in a game like this, or the what what they have potentially. Um, sometimes it, in early games, it takes the guy that doesn't make mistakes. It may, he may not be the best mm-hmm. athlete of two or three guys, but at this time, he's you know he's the guy that doesn't make the mistakes. And when you're playing a conference game to open up with it, it it opens that door a little bit. You have to be really concerned about you know sometimes they may, a guy may not play who you're saying, man, why didn't they play so-and-so? Well, there's there's reasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I said, if somebody will ask me a question, I say, I couldn't tell you. I'm not at practice. I don't know the players, you know, that well. Sure. But I know enough to watch it on TV and know maybe some of the things that, you know, are the mental part of it or the physical part of it. I can see some of that. Coach Charlie McBride with us here on a Monday. And Coach... Looking at the defensive side of the ball, what do you think your metric would be to evaluate a, a successful Husker defensive performance on Saturday? What does that defense have to do for uh, you in your mind to say that they gave the team a chance to win? Well, I'd come after the quarterback, number one. I'd <laughs> pour the Colts to him. I mean, you know, I mean, if it's move and kill it. I mean, it, you, in a game like this, you want those backs to feel like the side of the stadium fell in on them not just one guy you want to have three and four guys and so that the first time they get the ball they're going to say "Ooh, this is going to be a long day you know and uh there's <laughs> something to that effect and uh a lot of times it that that mentally is uh is it, it, it takes a toll on another team when you just come out and you're you know you're you're really cranking up but the thing is is you can't stop you know, can't go in at halftime and have a, you know, like the old days, those pros used to go and have a cigarette. But uh, you can't do that kind of thing. And in college football, you got to get ready to play. And we spent a lot of time at the blackboard with our individual uh, groups, and then we met as a as a team. But that that individual group time is it really makes a big difference, and, and so. You can't come out. It's got to be a nothing-to-nothing deal. That sounds old cliche, but that's what it is. It's nothing-to-nothing at halftime. I don't care what the score is. If you're behind, that's a different deal. But if you're ahead, it's you know you can't go out there and say, oh, we're ahead because the other team is going to be pumped up. 
So you got to save that that cigarette and bottle of Fresca for the flight home, huh? <laughs> well, hopefully well, Bobby Malone might have had a couple of beers, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Charlie McBride's with us, Coach. About a minute. Give me a final thought. I don't need a a score prediction unless you want to give one. But do you think they get it oh. done? Do you think they get it done? I do. I think they will. I think they got the right attitude. Uh, I would be surprised if they don't. Uh, I think they have some guys on their team that have become leaders, and I think their 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 mental uh, outlook on on this season is good. The best thing they can do is win and don't say anything. Just win and shut up, mm-hmm. and just go. You know, play like heck, and and you know a lot of that social media stuff. I'd put the screws to some of that stuff, you know. I mean, a lot of the times players talk too much or get, get, say too many things mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's not a good idea sure. because little things are – I know Colorado had a blackboard full of – first of all, it was full of a bunch of baloney, but it was full of some stuff that in past years we may have said something to them 10 years ago and they put it up there like it happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. So there's so many things that coach, different coaches will do, mm-hmm. and uh, you have to be prepared for all of that stuff. Coach, have some chicken wings and enjoy, and we'll wave oh, at you from Ireland, okay? Good. I just bought 10 pounds of those, baby. Oh, the price good is for right you. right oh, now. Yeah, the price is back to normal again, and Coach McBride's <laughs> going to be eating every chicken wing in, in Michigan for uh, for the game. But, Coach, we'll, uh, we'll give you – a wave and a shout from Ireland, and we'll talk to you next week. How's that sound? Okay, guys, have fun. That'll, I've been there. It's fun. Dublin's wild. <laughs> <laughs> be careful. So that's code for Schmidt may be arrested. It might be Elijah and Charlie next Monday. Uh, there we go. Coach, we appreciate you. You take care. Okay, thanks for having me. I'll talk to you next week. All right, there he is. Oh, Big Red. Mr. Blackshirt himself, Charlie McBride, Travis Vokalek, captain, tight end coming up. Predictions up next on Hale Varsity. Hello, listener. Hey, it's Chris Schmidt with Hale Varsity Radio, and I wanted to let you know about a special deal just for listeners of the Hale Varsity Radio Show podcast. We're offering $10 off the annual subscription price. That means that you can get everything we do. 10 issues of our monthly magazine, our annual football yearbook, and all the premium content we produce at HaleVarsity.com. Just go to HaleVarsity.com backslash subscribe and enter in the promo code GBR for 10 dollars off a full year of hail varsity that's hailvarsity.com backslash subscribe promo code gbr and we're back fellas you think we could listen to the radio on hail varsity radio presented by the nebraska lottery yes that's awesome so Kent emailed in. If you want to jump in and get your shot called you're welcome to it travis vocalek in 15 minutes but uh, took quite a few calls earlier in the show with uh, many listeners predicting. And again, if this is way off, we will just nix in this tape. It'll be okay. But uh, numbers to dial up, 466-377-6800, 825-5865. can email your prediction 
Chris at HaleVarsity.com. A couple more emails to get to. Uh, Todd says six and six. Uh, we had uh, Greg from Michigan said eight and four, mm-hmm. but he goes from eight and four to four and eight ish. If it goes sideways in northwest Northwestern, and he says Jamison will over uh, from a draft standpoint over Guinness. That's the other question: Jamison or Guinness? You had to pick one. What is it? We had Brennan chime in uh, as well. He says seven and five, realistically going to drop one against Purdue, Indiana, or Illinois, but picks up one win against uh, Oklahoma, Michigan, Michigan, or Wisconsin. Iowa is his coin flip game of the season, but he says seven and five. Okay. Without further ado, do we have any Animal House music there? Uh, up there? Faber College theme? I don't think so. Try and find that in the folder. We need a little mood. A little bit mood uh, enhancement here. Uh, we do have an email. Yeah, there we go. I can't hear you. Uh, we did get an email in from Kent. Is this it? Is this I don't know. The Faber College theme? Faber College theme, Animal House soundtrack. Okay, good. Is this right? Yeah, sure. You know better than me. <laughs> Ken says Nebraska wins Saturday 24 to 19 over Northwestern. Uh, but I'd probably break it down 4, 4, and 4. Yeah, we'll just leave it there. <laughs> so 4 and 4. Uh, four likely to win, uh, Georgia Southern, North Dakota, Indy, and uh, Illinois. The coin flips, Northwestern, Rutgers, Purdue, Minnesota. Four to lose, OU, Michigan, Wisconsin, Iowa. Kent says Nebraska, seven and five. That's fair. And you're either in should win, gotta win, and coin flip. And without further ado, I think, and I'll give my prediction Friday during the Nebraska-Northwestern game with the Friday forecast, what exactly happens. But I think Nebraska, my lean is that they win, and uh, I think they, they find a way, which is the best news for Nebraska fans, because you're off on the right foot. You beat North Dakota, you beat George Southern. So what do they do against Oklahoma? Predictions sure to go wrong. I think they lose to Oklahoma in a close ball game. Uh, but I think it's more frustration and anger that they lost a close one versus a pleasant surprise like last year. Last year gave them some confidence. It did. Gave them a little bit of confidence with how they played and hung in, and they were in it till the end against Oklahoma. They beat Indiana. I don't think they they stumble against Rutgers. I Rutgers is not at the point right now. N- not that Nebraska's great. I mean, for God's sake, Nebraska's coming off three and nine. But I just don't think they go screw it up there. I just don't I don't think the leadership lets them look past. I think Purdue could be an issue. It's on the road. We are on the road for that one as well. So I think they drop one at Purdue. Tight ball game. But I think Purdue's pretty good. This all could be, Purdue could be two and four limping in two, and no one cares. I think they beat Illinois. So the, the question is this. What, what does Nebraska do 
with their November? Do they limp to the finish? Do they stumble to the finish? Or do they stand up and finish strong? How's that sound? You're not going to go undefeated in November. But I think you'd take a two and two. I think two and two is crazy. But maybe they have enough depth and they get uh, a kiss from the football gods and stay healthy. So with all that being said, you have Minnesota. I think they beat Minnesota this year. I think they lose at Michigan. I think they win against Wisconsin. They lose at Iowa. Look at me. Eight and four. Eight and four. Eight and four. Eight and four. And let me, here's the other part of this. Are you going to get picky right now as a Nebraska fan with who they beat? I think you'd take beating Minnesota because you haven't in three years. I think you'd take beating Wisconsin. You'd party, man. You haven't beaten them since the ugly uniform game. And Black Friday in Iowa, at the end of that stretch with Minnesota at Michigan, Wisconsin at Iowa, you're going to be punch drunk. Maybe Iowa will too. Don't know. But it isn't real fun to go play in Iowa City on Black Friday. That's a tough, tough joint to go win on the road at. Mm-hmm. It, it, just, it just is at the end of that death march. So I say eight and four. And yeah, uh, you could uh, flip-flop them, Rutgers and Purdue. I don't think you beat Oklahoma. But listen, if you get Minnesota and you get Wisconsin or Iowa, I think that all starts Saturday in Dublin. Got to win this one. But I think you can sit back and say, okay, that's, been, that's a good season where you took down a couple of peers in the West and you got off to a good start. And you may get beat up by a couple of touchdowns by Michigan or maybe Oklahoma gets hot. That's all right. I don't see, I don't see them getting housed by anybody. Who's on the horn? Artez. Artez with us. Uh, Artez Craig, brother of Roger, and uh, over-the-road uh, trucker. Artez, you ready, man? Are you uh, swimming over to Ireland? Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know if I can get a bridge that far, but I definitely can't swim that far. <laughs> but, but I'm going to say uh, Nebraska 29-24 Saturday, okay. and I think I'm going to agree with you 8-4. and four. I, I think that's a possibility. I'm going to be as very optimistic as possible. I'm going to say 8-4. All right. Does Nebraska need to beat an Iowa, Wisconsin, Minnesota for it to be a successful season? I Well, at least one of them, win right? three of those. Win, yeah, win, win two of them, two three, three would be nice. Yep. But, I, but the, key is, you know, the key is Saturday. We, mm-hmm. we start off on a good foot. Going to Oklahoma game 3-0, and that would be huge. And who knows what happens after that. Oklahoma's going through a little change, you know, new quarterback and mm-hmm. – New coaching staff, so who knows? Uh, it's out there to, for us to grab if we can get it, you know. Now, just pack your uh, your defense, your special teams, and, and a run game. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's funny, you know, I, 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 I joke about it, but I was actually invited to a Craig reunion in Ireland 10 years ago. Really? And I think I, I, think I would have stuck out like a sore thumb, but it would have been fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you should have told him to make the reunion this weekend. Right, exactly, darn it. So, well, you guys have a great time out there, man, and we were looking for you on TV. All right, buddy. Take care. Thanks, Artez. Right, Appreciate no you tuning in. Yep. There he Bye. is.
Artez Craig, big uh, Nebraska fan for obvious reasons. Good dude. He's saying eight and four. Kent wanted to remind us that he's had a little bit of minor Kool-Aid consumption, <laughs> but he is not punch drunk. Eight and four. That's what I say. Elijah, the floor is yours. I am kind of with him, and uh, just in terms of the, the news coming out this summer and through fall camp, sure. I, I'm not afraid to admit that a little bit of Kool-Aid has been sipped on my part, um, but not punch drunk. I am right along there with that. So uh, I'm going to start this off with Northwestern. I'll get a score prediction, but I think this is a, an extremely low-scoring game. I don't think Northwestern offensively poses much of a threat uh, to Nebraska's defense, uh, but I also think Nebraska's offense is going to come out and struggle uh, early in the season just trying to figure out what they do well, what they don't do well, and, and finding a rhythm against Northwestern I think offensively might be a problem. So I think it's low-scoring. It's going to come down to uh, who gets some of those those swing plays and momentum, and uh, I think after all the bad luck last season, Nebraska uh, is going to make some of their own luck here. And I, I do think they get a win week one against Northwestern. It's going to be very ugly, though, is my take. Uh, Northwestern and Georgia Southern, I do think one of those teams is going to scare you early, a point where you go, wow, Nebraska is not doing as well here as you think they would. Uh, but they are going to get both of those games. Oklahoma comes to town. Nebraska punches in the, in the mouth early. Memorial Stadium is going to be rocking. Uh, but I think Oklahoma comes back and wins that game. Those are the games I've done a deep dive on, the first four. Uh, so I think Nebraska is 3-1 through their first four games of the season heading into October. And I think there's still going to be good feeling around Nebraska, the, the fact that almost like the Iowa game last season where you punch them in the mouth early, you feel really good, uh, and then uh, Oklahoma this is their first real test of the season. They're going to come back with a vengeance in the second half, and I think they do get the job done in a close game. Indiana, Rutgers, Purdue, and Illinois. I think Nebraska loses one of those games. My money would be on the, the Purdue game. I think that Purdue team is going to be pretty solid this season. But uh, Nebraska, par for the course, what you've expected under Frost. I think they drop one of those games. I'm not prepared to give you a 100% answer on what that game is going to be. I'll wait and see what some of those teams look like uh, through the first couple weeks. But I'll say Nebraska loses one of those. Nebraska wins one of three between Minnesota, Michigan, and Wisconsin. And then uh, Iowa's a coin flip. So I got Nebraska either 7-5 and five or 8-4, and four, depending on how the Iowa game goes. And I think a lot of that's going to come down to what kind of momentum Nebraska can find against Minnesota, Michigan, and Wisconsin. If they lose to both Michigan and Wisconsin, I don't like them uh, and their chances headed to Iowa. But if they can beat one of Michigan or Wisconsin, I really like uh, what they can go do in a final game of the season against Iowa with a chance to improve your bowl standing on the line. Well, Brett McMurphy says pinstripe bowl against Virginia Tech. So we start the year off in Dublin, and we end the year uh, crashing with our dear friend Garth Glitzman. We haven't even asked permission yet, but in New York uh, for the bowl game. I would hope Phoenix, because we could, we could send a whole bunch of people down to Phoenix and kick it at my mom's for the bowl game. Well, I got friends in Phoenix, too. We could make it a whole party, all a Husker Nation down We're just going to show up at Barnett's house. <laughs> Barney, you got room, brother? You got room at the inn for us? Can you get us a tea time, too? <laughs> yeah. 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 We aren't picky. We'll play with the live guys or the PGA guys. <laughs> just sneak us on your course. And if you'd be so kind, some ribs when we get home would be real nice. And Corona. Yeah. I mean, we're just going we're, we're gonna to play this for him. We're going to tape Barnett tomorrow. George Darlington, Coach Darlington's going to be with us this week. We're going to chat with him on Wednesday before I start rowing. And, uh, yeah, get ready to rock and roll. So, Elijah, you got to declare eight or seven. Okay? Seven. Seven. Elijah says seven and five. I say eight and four. I think the team's going to look good, and then I think they're going to falter a little bit late in the season. Everyone has the 
the lack of focus game. Yep. Do you survive it? Yes. Is the question. Travis Vokalek next on Hale Varsity. Each year, approximately 5,000 children are diagnosed with brain cancer. Of those children, nearly 30% will not survive, and many of those that do are left with debilitating side effects for life. We're asking you to help by tuning in to the 10th Annual Team Jack Foundation Radiothon presented by the Home Agency on September 29th. Become a champion for a cure for just $20 a month. Visit teamjackfoundation.org to learn more. Thank you for helping us fight for a cure. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. few minutes here, Hale Varsity Radio, uh, Travis Vokalik, uh, senior captain, tight end. How were the bags packed? Uh, was it tough? Yeah, uh, you know, um, if I'm being honest with you, I haven't packed yet. <laughs> so uh, I got to do that tonight. But, um, you know, we're, we're so excited to get over there and um, finally ready to get this thing rolling. How's camp gone? Has it been different? Has it been the same? Kind of explain to me the, uh, the the process and the work that's gone in. Yeah, you know, camp is camp. Um, it's going to be tough. It's a grind every day. Um, and guys know that, um, you know, luckily we've got a bunch of guys on this team who attack every day, who, you know, grind it out, um, put the work in every day. Um, so camp's gone really well. Um, you know, Coach Frost has done a great job. Coach Whipple's done a great job um, taking care of us. Um, our bodies feel great. Um, we're excited and we're ready to go. Has the grind been different with some new faces, some new voices this year on the offensive staff? Yeah, you know, it, it's been different. Um, camp, you know, like I said, is a grind. And, you know, hearing different guys, um, specifically, you know, with our OC this year, um, different guy than last year, um, coming in and Coach Whip's done a great job. Um, we got a couple transfers that came in and, um, you know, they, they've done a great job as well. So it's it's been different, but I've enjoyed it few minutes here, Travis Vokalek here. We're at Memorial Stadium. They uh, board for Ireland tomorrow. So let's go into to Coach Whipple and his um, his offense, his philosophy. Explain that for the fans, what, what they may see without giving away state secrets. Yeah, yeah you know, th- there's going to be a lot of different things that you'll see. Um, there'll be similarities and differences um, from last year. Um, you know, there's a lot of opportunities for our playmakers to go out and make plays. And, you know, that's something I've noticed in camp is that we've got a lot of guys that can make plays this year. Um, and, you know, Coach Whipple's done a great job and Coach Frost has done a great job of put, putting us in positions um, to get our playmakers the ball. So, um, you know, we're, we're excited, and uh, I can't wait for uh, Husker Nation to see what's going to happen. What's it mean to you to, to be picked by your peers to be a captain? Yeah, it means everything. Um, it's such a great honor um, to be selected as a captain for the Nebraska football team. Um, you know, it's something I've dreamed of. Um, obviously, Oz was a was a captain last year, and I, I wanted to um, try and follow in his footsteps. And, um, you know, I talked to him last night, and he congratulated me, and he just he really made it aware to me how important and how big of um, how big of a decision it is to be selected as a, ca- a captain. So um, it, it's awesome, and, and I, I love that I've been selected to, to be a leader on this football team what's that responsibility mean to you yeah it means everything you know it's one thing to be selected as a captain but you know there's a whole responsibility that comes with it um you know making sure that you know guys are on time from stuff like that to you know when practice is slacking a little bit to picking up the energy getting on the guys and making sure they're doing the right thing all the time um so it's a huge responsibility and and i'm ready to attack it you know coach frost has talked about and and other members of the team have talked about what are you doing when nobody's looking is it fair to say you're a guy that 
is always preparing, working like someone is looking? Yeah, you know, I, I, I like to look at myself as a hard worker. I have fun, too. Uh, I'm, I'm human. Uh, so, you know, um, whether that's going out and playing golf or doing stuff like that. But, you know, um, specifically with this first game, you know, we've been watching film on these guys for a while now. And, um, you know, not only me, but, you know, the whole offense as a whole and the whole team as a whole, um, we've really been preparing hard for this first game because we know how important this first game is. Um, so we're, we're really, really excited and ready to go. What are you taking into this first game, this week zero? What can you take and learn from, from last year? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot put on that Illinois opener yeah you know um, we want to go week by week you know day by day go one and know every week we as a team know how important this first game is you know we go out um, you know play we play well um, say we win uh, the first game and um, you know then the season you know it takes off so we we all know how how important this first game is and you know we're preparing each day and um, you know guys are guys are working their their rear ends off and uh, we're excited to get over there and we're ready for this game Tell me about Casey at quarterback, what you've noticed and, and appreciate about him. Yeah, Casey's a great dude. I'm happy he's on our football team. You know, he's a great leader. Uh, very vocal. You know, he, he can throw the ball well, um, run the ball well. You know, he, he knows the offense in and out. So uh, I'm super excited he's our quarterback, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready for this game. <clears throat> How's the, the blend been with guys like yourself that have been here mm-hmm. on top of the, the 15 transfers slash portal guys? How did that work, and how did you help make that work as, as one of the voices on the team? Yeah, you know, it's been different. As a transfer myself, uh, it's completely different than whenever I transferred here. Um, but, you know, it, it was super easy. You know, we, we've recruited great guys, and all the transfers that came in are great guys. Um, so it's it was super easy. You know, you they get here, and you talk to them, and you get to know them. And you know them as people, you know, in the facility, and then know them as people out of the facility as well. And, um, you know, we got we got a, a bunch of great dudes on this football team, and I'm happy on the team. <clears throat> How did you guys bond? How did you bring in the new guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, they come in, you get, you, you know, it's always kind of awkward first Golf, meeting them. barbecue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, it's it's kind of weird first meeting them, and then you hang out outside the facility playing golf, um, you know, doing stuff like that. And uh, I'm super happy with the guys we have here on this team. How's your golf game? Are you going to get to sneak away over in Ireland? You know, I don't know. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, it'd, it'd be cool to, to to be able to do that. But, you know, we're going over there to play the game, and uh, we're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff over there. So we're uh, we're super excited to get over there. Travis Vokalik with us, Hale Varsity Radio, uh, ahead of Nebraska Northwestern in Ireland. We take off on on Wednesday to, to set up shop over there. So my first time overseas, first time overseas yep. for you? Yep, it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. You researched it at all, or is it just more about the game? It's it's more about the game. You know, I, I've looked up a couple of pictures, and, you know, Coach Frost is showing us some pictures and stuff just so we're not in awe when we first go over there. So we know what we're uh, – we know what we're – we're uh, we're getting ready for when we get over there. But, um, yeah, first time out of the country, and uh, we're super excited. Last thought, tell me about the back and forth, this camp between the offense and the defense, yeah. and what um, what are you excited about when it comes to, to all three phases, really, of the game? Yeah, you know, it's like you said, it's been back and forth, you know, the whole camp. Offense has their days. Defense has their days. Um, you know, it's been a grind. Guys are competing like crazy, you know. Um, guys are going at it, and uh, we're, we're excited to go against a different team, finally. Um, so, you know, special teams has been been doing really well um, with camp so far as well. Coach Bush has done a great job with that. Guys are prepared in every aspect. Um, so we're uh, we're ready to showcase it. Enjoy the trip. We'll see you over there. Thanks for having me. 
Travis Vokalek with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks to Travis for spending some time with us uh, yesterday. The Sunday presser, the bus, and the police escort about 20 minutes ago as Nebraska's headed off to uh, fly over to Dublin. You know, Nebraska and Travis, and we'll hear from Garrett Nelson before we say goodbye as well. But the guys are embracing the importance, Elijah, of this game, of this moment. And I think they were able to learn as painful as last year was for a lot of Nebraska fans that went to, to Illinois for week zero. They've, um, they've not wasted that, that failure. And I just hope like they got those those videos playing on repeat on the on the plane ride. No movies, just oh here's scoop and score. Oh here's safety into the end zone on a punt. Just have those things playing on repeat from motivation to this team to like make sure that that doesn't happen again. Make sure you're locked in not just on game day but all week long for this game because that's what's going to take to beat a Northwestern team that we know every single year is well coached and is not going to beat themselves. The sick and tired of being sick and tired factor is off the charts for this one for for Nebraska and their leadership and a little difference that fine line here in mulligan opportunity for Nebraska for week zero good stuff today we'll wind down a Monday edition of Hale Varsity on the road tomorrow back at the Hale Varsity Club as we'll lead into day by day that Husker football documentary airing tomorrow at 8 at the Hale Varsity Club Miss us? Come here, brother. Give me a hug. Bring it in for the real thing. We're on call for you. Catch the podcast at HailVarsity.com, the ESPN Lincoln app, or download them on iTunes. Saddle up, partner. Back to Hail Varsity Radio. One final time, podcast will be up. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play is uh, where you can hear it, you can see it, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. And thanks to all of you who've subscribed. I mean, that number keeps jumping and great content from Vogues and Aaron Sorensen and Jacob Padilla uh, and uh, the crew. I mean, just awesome people over at Hale Varsity. Hale Varsity Club tomorrow, you're in Omaha, you're in the metro region. Come see us we're four to six tomorrow at the Hale Varsity Club, but uh, you can log on HaleVarsityClub.com, and I, if they're sold out, sorry. They just sold out this afternoon, actually. Okay, so shut up. I was getting there. <laughs> no, that, no, not you, me. Like, oh, I was just getting there with no, you. I no, let no, you no, before, before I corrected you. <laughs> but the point is, is you had a chance to see Day by Day at the Hale Varsity Club. I think it starts at eight, but why not get a... Get a beer and a and a burger beforehand. Why not buy Schmitty a beer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we gotta pace ourselves, my friend. We are going to Ireland for a week. <laughs> so Great let's point. hear from Garrett Nelson. And and Garrett talked about not gripping it too tight. And I think obviously Nebraska was was in their own head last year in front of Illinois. I missed my perfect chance. No, I know. For the, That's in, what she said. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Take a second. Here's Garrett Nelson. It was pretty surreal, um, especially doing it with Nick. Oh, wait. Um, wait, wait. Nick's, Nick's been there for me, and I like I think you meant this one. Yeah, that's that's kind of a fine line. You know, you don't want to be um, – meshed around unfocused um but you also you know don't want to hold onto the stick too tight and crash into the mountain you know uh 
you know, we, we've kind of fallen into that because obviously we, we know the stakes and we know what's riding on it. We know the pressure, and that's that's all great. Uh, that elevates your play and your focus. Um, but when you start, you know, looking at things to not hit, you usually end up hitting them instead of looking for the path to success. So um, as a leader, I just want guys to know, yeah, there's a lot of stakes and there's a lot of pressure, but we've done the training, we've done the work, we enjoy playing with each other. We just got to go do that when it, you know, a different color is on the field. You can talk about confidence, and I think Nebraska fans need to see that response moment. Like, team can be confident. They can trust their training. Nebraska fans need to see a whole lot of get done in the fourth quarter before there's some trust. And it's going to be more than one. But this one is a is a big step at getting the, the, the fan base's trust back. And it's two three and nine teams or two teams coming off three and nine. And uh, you have that experience factor that uh, should be the difference maker for you for Nebraska. If you take care of the football, that experience means, air quote, fewer turnovers. And uh, you had that against Northwestern. Coach McBride nailed it. You're going to win the football game. Tomorrow, Hale Varsity Club, 4-6, to six, ahead of Day by Day. The documentary, Come See Us Up in Omaha. Coach Kaz with us tomorrow. Mitch Sherman in an airport or maybe the College Football Hall of Fame before he takes off for Dublin. Elijah Herbal, Chris Schmidt, uh, talk to you tomorrow at 4 with Hale Varsity, presented by the Nebraska Lottery. A Huda Media Production.